Hey, welcome back to the show. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about philanthro investing, how you can use this in your fund to help get a lot of high net worth people that want to give back, how you can tag this onto your fund and uh, help have change the world, give impact and actually raise a lot of money from family offices. Hope you guys enjoy. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, we're gonna talk about philanthro investing, the ways that impact can happen through a fund. And this is a great way to pitch your fund, to position your fund, to family offices, to private equity firms, whoever you're pitching to. It's actually a a new niche that has emerged last decade and it can become very profitable for you. So as some of you know, we have a mastermind program. What we have in there is we have mastermind mentors. We have six of them that have all run funds in the hundreds, even billions of dollars range. They come on and mentor mastermind students. So one of those mentors, his name is Adam Campbell. He's been on the show before. He actually is the CFO of a $50 million family office. Now what a family office is, essentially it's a rich family and he gets to manage all of their money for them, make investing decisions on behalf of them, pretty much runs the family office, helps get the G2, he calls them second generation involved with the family business, depending on how the family office runs. So having him on the show is actually really useful because a lot of times we're setting up funds. We want to go pitch family offices to give us big checks to write into our fund. So it's very interesting talking to Adam and he mentioned this over and over and over again. He goes, a lot of times these, these high net worth individuals, these family offices, yes, they, they like to get a high return, But a lot of times they've already made a significant amount of money in their lives. They're looking for more than just an ROI. And for me, that was a little bit foreign because I I just think about return, IRRs like all day. That's just what I think about, right? Inside my fund. And he goes, Bridger, they're looking for impact. They're looking for legacy. They're looking for some way to change the world, to give back impact, whatever it is. They're looking for that in addition to a high return. And this new concept has come out called philanthro investing. Some people call it venture philanthropy. Other people call it impact investing. But the primary goal from any of these activities is to, yes, invest, get a decent return, maybe not as high as you'd get somewhere else, but also enact some kind of change in the world. So Adam was the first person actually to introduce me to this concept. And then later on, I met another gentleman, very high net worth individual. I mean, super hundreds of millions of dollars net worth. We actually became very good friends. He kind of wanted to mentor me and help me out. By the way, That is a way I I get actually a significant amount of investors in my fund by having people come and mentor me. I use my youth to my advantage. So if you're young, getting started, use mentors to your advantage and uh, maybe they'll turn out to be an investor. This one gentleman has still not invested in my funds. I'm going to get him one day. But he, we sat down and he was telling me about this new philanthropy investment, what he called it, where they were going to invest into small homes. The investor could put money, they'd syndicate money into it. And the borrower would have a mortgage on the home. These homes are forty to $50,000. He would say, hey, I'll give you a mortgage. You put down $2,000, I'll give you a mortgage. And they could adjust the rate. The investor can determine what the rates will be. And he said, hey, I wanna give back. I'm gonna give them really low rates. And so what it does is it allows, first off, them to get into a home they own. They can build their credit. And then number three, they actually usually take care of the house a lot better because 
it's their house, right? If you're renting from a landlord, you don't care if there's, I mean, as long as you're not going to get billed for it, you don't care how the car- carpet gets beat up or other things. But if it's your house, if you're the one that put a down payment, you're going to, it's almost a, a rent to own or a mortgage. You're paying off a mortgage over time and hopefully they can pay this off in 10, 15 years. It allows people to get into entry-level homes with maybe a thousand or a $2,000 down payment where banks would never touch it. Philanthro investors would want to get involved in this one gentleman. He told me he at the time he'd done like 15 of these homes and he had, he separately, I mean, the, the, there's another, there's an intermediate fund that helps transact all of this. So they get the investor, they syndicate it together and they say, Hey, we're going to take a hundred dollars a month. I think, I think it's somewhere around a hundred dollars a month to manage the property. We'll make sure that bills get paid and, and all this stuff happens, right? Sprinklers are turned on anything that needs to go on all the technical stuff. But if you supply the money, we'll take care of everything else for a hundred dollars a month. And the person getting the home gets into the property, gets to build credit and get themselves up and going. A lot of times they had ex-convicts, they had sex offenders that were doing this so that they could get back. And, and he felt incredible about this. He said, Bridger, you know, I get every year, I probably get a 6% return, 7% return, which is, which is fine, but I'm helping change the world. I'm helping to give back in some way, shape or form. And at that moment, it dawned on me like, aha, a lot of our funds, if you're thinking about starting a fund, starting a syndication, whatever it is, think about the social change. Since 2009, this social impact, social investing, whatever you call it, philanthro investing, was went from $50 billion to $500 billion is deployed into philanthro investments from 2009 to 2020, in the last 11 years. It is 10x over over that decade. You see this wave with corporations. A lot of corporations are getting into social impact, into how they can give back because few things. First off, investors that are rich, they want to give back. They want to help others, which I think is fantastic. That's what you should do. I, I love that concept. I, I want to do the same thing. I want to get rich so that I can give my money to organizations, to causes, to things that I love and care about. Number two is a lot of consumers for these big corporations care about it as well. Some people will buy organic because it says organic, even if it's a dollar more, oh, it's organic, I'll buy it, or it's or it's cage-free eggs, or it's XYZ, it's giving back to the environment, or it has a social cause behind it, customers are willing to pay more. This is a trend we've seen for the last two decades. I believe the trend will continue on, so why not ride the trend? With your fund, look at ways, you can have some way in your fund that gives back or invests in projects that are helping people or organizations around the planet. Now you might be asking, well, Bridger, you know, I'm doing real estate. I don't know, I might, my portfolio doesn't really directly benefit, doesn't, doesn't do that. One friend I have, they run a small fund. Their fund has said, hey, for every dollar we raise, I think they're gonna give you know, a 10 cents to this uh, organization in Honduras. And they go down twice a year and they build houses and orphanages in Honduras. And guess what? They invite their investors to come with them. Ta-da, right? So you say, hey, investors, bring your family, bring your kids. We're gonna go down to Honduras or Coast, wherever they're gonna go. We're gonna help build orphanages. We do this once a year because our fund is more than more than just making dollars and cents. And guess what? A lot of those investors say, this is great. I'd love to take my family. This is awesome. I wanna teach my kids about the world and and they love it, right? And it's, a, it's actually a, a, an interesting selling point that's emerged the last two decades. It's not just dollars and cents. So today was a quick episode, but think about what's going on in the world right now. You have a lot of movements, riots. I mean, you have lots of things going on, a lot of money flowing different places. And a lot of people stirred up about different causes they care about on both sides of things. This is something for you to consider inside of your fund is how could you attach on to one of those social causes or, or attach where your investors feel like, yes, they're getting a good return, but also 
helping benefit and change the world for whatever XYZ cause they care about. And it's funny when you find that master recipe back to Adam Campbell, he goes, it's, he goes, it's very easy to raise money. You go pitch family offices. If you align with their incentives, they will write you checks faster than you can believe because whoever the the manager is, he was the CFO. You get a green light. He's like, "If, if I find something that has this social cause which has this return, I just have a green light. Like we can invest in that. And yes, make sure everything's checked out. Make sure your other pieces of your fund are in order, all your ducks in a row. They wanna make sure that's all happening. But having a social cause can greatly benefit your fund, number one, find you lots of investors and build you meaningful relationships with those investors. And then finally, you get to give back. You get to help out organizations and charities that you love and make money in the process. That's a pretty cool way to live, a pretty fulfilling way to live. And so I want to make this episode so you guys can expand your mind a little bit. It's not just dollars and cents. There's other things you can support and attach onto your fund to go out and change the world and raise money. Anyways, hope that helped you guys and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Hey, what's going on? I know a lot of you out there are starting funds or thinking about starting funds and something I was so grateful for was having mentors. When I started my first fund, I had people to turn to and to ask questions. And so what I've decided to do is make the same thing for you. So what we've done is compiled a lot of interviews, things that I've learned, my personal pitch decks that I've used to pitch investors and put it all into what I call a mini vault. So in there, I deep dive into Forex funds, into real estate funds, how to structure them, how to structure deals, how to find investors. And I try to go deep to help mentor you to help you start your first fund. And in addition to that, we have a private members group on Facebook that fund managers are getting together on there and talking and working through problems together. So this is interesting to you. If you wanna get involved and get some help right off the ground, go to investmentfundsecrets.com for less than 100 bucks. You can get started and get into the mini vault. And I would love to see you in there on the Facebook group and talk with us. Thanks, see ya.